What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I am your host, Fat Mike, and we are here live from the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studio 159. Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 Studios here in beautiful downtown Lockport. We're getting there, guys. It's slowly getting there. We have all our stuff up on the walls. We've got our desk. We got computers everywhere. We got microphones everywhere. We got a camera and a tripod, a mini fridge, a microwave. We got everything going on down here, and I really appreciate you guys joining me tonight. We got a lot of stuff to talk to tonight. Let's talk about tonight with Cubs, White Sox, Bears, and I'm going to bring up some uh, the, the, the new E60 tonight on the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings. It's going to be a lot of fun talking about that. But uh, we got a lot of stuff to get into tonight, and I cannot wait for you guys to hang back with me and enjoy it with me. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to all of our amazing sponsors here at 1252. Nick and Ivy Brewing, the Jonathan Darren team at Coldwell Baker Real Estate Group, the Megaplex, Fozzie Football, Coach's Corner, I mean, uh, the, uh, the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studios, Habano Cigars, all of these sponsors, without these guys, guys, this, this show doesn't happen. None of our shows happen without our amazing sponsors, and it's because of them that we are able to come to you guys each and every single night of the week and talk a fan's perspective about sports. So on that note, let's get everything going. It's going to be a great night. I can't wait to sit back, hang out, and talk some sports with you guys. We will be back in a couple minutes. You are listening to 1252 Sports Entertainment. Parental discretion may be advised. Woo! It's about that time. Fat Mike, Chicago Sports. (laughs) Yeah. Finally here, finally here. Shot City Sports is right here. Updates on news, get it here. The rumors, cause we keep it real. Sit back, relax, sugar beer, one of them nights. Hey, this is Carmen DeFalco from ESPN Chicago, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Sports Show. Hey, this is Dave Richard from CBS Sports, and you're listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hi, this is Jesse Rogers for the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, everyone, I'm Scott Merkin, the longtime White Sox beat writer for MLB.com and proud graduate of the University of Michigan. You're listening to me on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. This is Chuck Arline, and you are listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. It's the best. Hey, what's up? This is Greg Braggs Jr. from Braggs in the Stands, and you're listening to my guys on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Ooh. Hey everyone, Fred Huebner from ESPN 1000. Great to be on the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm Dan Zaborski, senior writer for Fangraphs, and you're listening to Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. I'm JJ Stankovitz from NBCSportsChicago.com and the Undercenter Podcast, and you are listening to the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. Hey, Sparkle, you know what I listen to? It's the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show with my guy, Fat Mike. Did you listen anywhere else? No.
Our baseball teams stink. Here we go. Sorry, guys. I was on mute there a second. We are back here live from the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studios at 159 Studios on beautiful downtown Lockport. We are back. Sorry, I got a lot of no volume guys there. All right. Sorry about that. Sorry, I had my mic on mute. But we are back. We are back. We are back. This is the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show. We are here again from live at 12.52, from live from the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill, 159 Studios in beautiful downtown Lockport. And we're going to be talking a lot of stuff tonight. We're going to be talking White Sox, Cubs. We're going to be talking a little bit of Bears. We're going to be talking the new documentary E60 on ESPN about the Colorado Avalanche and Detroit Red Wings in, in the late 90s there. It was absolutely unbelievable. I watched it just before we went live here today. That's why I'm a little late coming tonight, show. But it, it was a great documentary, absolutely amazing. Matt came on in here a little bit late. My my guy Matt Bannon, he's sitting here. He's a big he's a big time puck fan. We're sitting there watching the last half of it. It's a great time hanging out with him, having a few beers, doing our thing. But <clears throat> let's talk a little bit of White Sox here. And it's sad that we're talking baseball still. All right, it really is. It's sad that we're talking baseball still because our baseball teams here in Chicago absolutely stink the White Sox and the Cubs are terrible they're terrible last night the Sox get a W good job for them they needed a W tonight they go up against Otani who's putting off Babe Ruth type stuff I mean he really is he's putting off Babe Ruth type numbers better than Babe Ruth type numbers at the plate right now and on the mound right now this guy is an absolute phenom and I really think that it's underappreciated. I firmly believe that what Shohei Otani is doing right now on the West Coast with the, with the Anaheim Angels, the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, whatever the hell you want to call them nowadays, it's very undervalued and very underappreciated because what he is doing is absolutely amazing. We haven't seen this ever. I mean, ever. We've never seen a player of this caliber ever. A guy that can go out there and strike out 10 one day and a guy that can go out there and hit go two for three with a double and a homer the next. This guy has been absolutely unbelievable on both sides of the baseball. Whether it be pitching, whether it be hitting, he's been absolutely dominant. Shohei Otani is a generational type, type of player. You never see this, ever. I've never seen this ever. I mean, the closest thing I can say that I've seen to Shohei Otani is, I mean, I'm a diehard Cub fan. We look over here, boom, to our, our my Cub banners. All right. We look over there. The closest thing I've seen to Shohei Otani is Carlos Zambrano. You didn't you didn't throw Carlos Zambrano a fastball because he'd take it deep. Shohei Otani's batting like 300 this year, guys. He has like 14 homers. All right. He's 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 absolutely lighting up on on the hitter stat sheet. Not only that, but he's also lighting it up on the pitcher stat sheet as well. If this guy is not the AL MVP, there's a problem. There is a problem with baseball. Now there's a bunch of guys that can that I think could could win the AL MVP vote. Guys like Judge, guys like Jose Ramirez, who have been absolutely filthy this year. But nobody is doing what Shohei Shohei Otani is doing. The guy is an absolute phenom. It's amazing what that guy does. And it stinks 
What stinks is that you don't get to see it because it's on the West Coast. Now, guys here in Chicago, we don't get to see a lot of Anaheim Angels stuff. We don't get to see a lot of it. But he's absolutely unbelievable. He's been fantastic all year long. But the White Sox steal a W last night. They get a good win against the Angels. And on Monday, we were talking on Fred's show, the Hubes Views and Brews show, sitting here with Fred Hubner. I was lucky enough to be a part of that show, hanging out, having a good time. I know Fred's hanging out watching the Chicago Fire right now. But I was lucky enough to be a part of that show, hanging out with Fred. And we were talking White Sox, and if it was time to blow the White Sox up. I think what you see out of the White Sox right now is exactly what they are. And we went over this the other night. Are they a 500 team? Yes. Right now they're playing under 500. This month, this July, is going to make or break the Chicago White Sox team. It truly is. They have 14 games, 14 games against the, against the Cleveland Guardians or the guys about the Cleveland Guardians. I'm still getting used to the name change. I apologize. But they have 14 games against division rival who are both ahead of them in the standings. This is going to make or break the Chicago White Sox. You're going to realize really quick and really fast on what the Chicago White Sox need or if it's time to buy or if it's time to sell. I, I called ESPN this weekend, our guys over here, ESPN, ESPN 1000, ESPN Sports. I called Brian Hanley and Mark Zander earlier this weekend, and I had asked them, if the Chicago White Sox keep floundering, and that's the best way I can put this team right now, is that they're floundering around 500 baseball. If they keep floundering around 500 ball, and at the time of the trade deadline, or at the time of the all-star break, that they are still three and a half back in the standings, do you buy or do you sell? I'm going to I'm gonna listen to you guys here in the chat room. There's quite a bit of you guys in here. I want to listen to you guys. Our guy Christian Schoenfeld says he heard that call. Thank you, Christian. But is it time to buy or is it time to sell at that point? If you are three, three and a half games back at the deadline, do you buy or do you sell? And pray that you come back healthy. I'm going to leave it to you guys here. I'm going to leave it to you guys. Give me some comments. In my opinion, I can make an argument for both cases. I really can. The White Sox right now, their pitching staff has been abysmal. It's sad to know that the only player, it's sad to know that the only pitcher that you have that's been consistent is the guy that you picked up after you DFA'd or before you DFA'd Dallas Keuchel. Johnny Cueto has been your most consistent pitcher over the last month and a half of baseball. He really has been. He's been going out there and giving it all, and you haven't given this guy any run support. He is one in four. What are you guys doing? How do you not give this guy any run support? It's a joke at this point. And, guys, you know I'm not a White Sox fan. I'm not a White Sox fan. 
I'm looking at baseball as a whole. I'm looking at baseball as a fan that I love baseball. I love baseball as a, an entirety. And if you're not giving this guy any run support, then what the hell are you doing? Because he's going out there every five days and pitching his ass off. He really is. He has been absolutely amazing for the exception of one start against the Dodgers. He got he got bopped around a little bit against the Dodgers. But everything else in that, he's been great. He's been fantastic. He's been the only longevity pitcher that you have, saving a little bit of your bullpen. A bullpen that's been atrocious over the last two months. G. Lito finally bounced back the other night, gave us gave the White Sox six. Good, good job, Luke. It's about time, buddy. It's about time. I mean, what do what do you think? Christian Sanfeld says you can definitely make a case for both sides. Vaughn, Tim Anderson, and Cease are the only untouchables in his eyes. I can see it, Christian. I can see it. But do you blow it up? Do you blow it up? After Vaughn, TA, and Cease, you say that they're your only untouchables. My case before was, okay, here you go. If you're three and a half games out at the deadline, obviously something's not going right. The old adage is, to me, in my opinion, and I, I've, we've broken this down with Fred, Fred Hubner here at, on Hubes Views and Brews. You got to be strong up the middle. Now, that being said, you got to be strong at catcher, second base, shortstop, and center field to be a successful team. The White Sox are very, very weak at catcher, shortstop, second base. They're a weak team. Tim Anderson doesn't help you unless he bats 350 all year long because he's terrible at defense. The only legitimate defender that you have up the middle is, is um, Luis Robert. That's all you have. Faster than a gazelle, that guy. He really, truly is. Lightning speed. Lightning speed. Yosemite Grandal and Reese McGuire... I mean, seriously, just put up one of those 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 backstops where it's just the catcher sitting there. It would block more baseballs than Yosemite Grandal. He's terrible defensively. Reese McGuire couldn't throw me out stealing a bag. I got those cat-like reflexes, so I think I could beat him to second base. I was at the I was at the game on on, set, on Friday night against the Baltimore Orioles. Four out of four stolen base attempts were given to the Orioles because Reese McGuire doesn't know how to throw a fucking baseball. Sorry, didn't mean to drop the f bomb. I apologize. I know I got to be better. But this team is hurting defensively up the middle. Tim Anderson, yes, as great as he is offensively, he is yeah, he is a defensive liability at shortstop. 
Josh Harrison still hurt and Lurie Garcia at second base. Are you kidding me? Plug and play another guy in there. They're they're bad. They're bad. Christian Senefeld says, I left out Luis Robert. My bad. Not sure. I totally blow it up, but I'd like to see another manager run the team. Not blaming all of this on TLR, Tony La Russa. It's not only on him, the health of the team, and just flat out underperforming talent. But I'd like to see a new skip. Was never a fan of the hiring, Tony La Russa, of Tony La Russa as most Sox baseball fans weren't. It's a long comment, but there it is, guys. It's a long comment, but there it is. Our guy, Joe Valentino. Joey Valentino, I love this man. He's awesome. He's a great guy. Great friend. He says, sell, sell, sell. They can't beat anyone in the AL East. I agree. I 100% agree. And that, that goes to my next point. Over the next four, over the over the next month of July, they play fourteen games against the Minnesota Twins, and they play uh, against the Minnesota Twins and against the Cleveland Guardians. Both teams are ahead of them in the standings currently right now. They face Shohei Otani tonight. It's not going to be an easy win. It's not going to be an easy game at all. Period. Ugh, what do you do? I mean, seriously, what do you do? If they come out of this month above 500, kudos. All right, guys, kudos. But what does it mean in the long run? Are they in the long run? Say, say this, and I, I put myself on record last week. I think it was 622. That was seven days ago. Yeah. So on uh, June 22nd, 2002, I said that the White Sox were not going to make the playoffs. I said it right here. At 12.52, at the beautiful, again, Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 Studios down here in beautiful downtown Lockport. I said it right here that the White Sox were not going to make the playoffs. Because how big, how amazing the AL East is. And Joe Valentino brings up a great point here. Again, he says they can't beat the AL East. The AL East right now is a monster right now. Between the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Tampa Bay Rays, and, and the Baltimore Orioles are no slouch, and the Toronto Blue Jays have been picking it up big time. Last month, the, the, the Boston Red Sox went 17 and 4, guys, in June. They went 17 and 4 in June. That's whipping ass. And get this, get this. They went 17 and four and only picked up a half game on the Yankees. That tells you how good that division is. That tells you how good that division is. These teams are unbelievable out there. There are no slouches out there. The entire AL East is primed and lubed and ready to go to win a championship. There's nobody stopping those teams. You get the Houston Astros here, out here out in the West, who at one point were, I mean, I mean, man, they were they were really close to the Angels before all the Angels got hurt. Before the Angels went on a 14-game skid. Thanks, Joe Madden. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
Sounds about right. Chris Seinfeld says it's... <laughs> Chris Seinfeld says, is it the Twisted Tea and the Half Fireball Shooter just for a show, or is that what we're drinking on this Wednesday evening in beautiful Lockport, Illinois? That's exactly what we're drinking down here, Christian. You're goddamn right. We got our guy, Rex Grossman. Oh, here he is. I miss this man. Let's talk football. Justin Fields is a bust. We're getting there, Rex Grossman. We're getting there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Let's. And uh, Joe Valentino says, let's OT get out of our skis. Get over our skis. Get out over our skis. Let's OT get out over our skis. I don't know what that means. Uh, Christian says, cheers. Cheers, Christian. But yeah. The Sox, the Sox are in rough shape here, and it's going to be a testament of what they got to do over the next month. The Cubs, on the other hand, this team stinks. This Cubs team stinks. I don't know. I don't know where to. I don't know where to go anymore after this. I really don't know. This Cubs team is absolutely terrible. There are there are very few bright and shiny moments after this. They're currently winning one nothing over the Cincinnati Reds after losing last night. To the Cincinnati Reds five to four. This team is in rough shape, guys. And you know what? If there's any team to blow up, it's the Chicago Cubs. And we got we listen. I, I'm being a real fan. I'm being a real fan. You got to blow this team up. They're a bad team. They are a very, very, very bad team. No pitching whatsoever. Keegan Thompson last night goes six and two thirds, six and a third, six and two thirds. Matt just confirms our our guy our guy here over at twelve fifty two. Matt confirms six and two thirds. All right, go six and two thirds. Great start for him last night. And the Cubs still lose. Come on, you had Christopher Morel, who I, I this kid. I mean, I love watching this kid play. This kid has some excitement to him. He brings a lot of oomph. He brings a lot of uh, Matt. What's the word I'm looking for? Help me out here. Not excitement, but what's the word I'm looking for? Pizzazz. pizzazz. That's a great word. This Christopher Morel brings a lot of pizzazz. I mean, let's give some jazz fingers to Christopher Morel. Brings a lot of pizzazz. Plays the game hard. Play, he hustles for everything. Every ground ball, every base hit, every pop fly. This kid is running his ass off. Christopher Morel is a player, and I want to see him do well. But there are at least seven guys on this team right now that I would DFA immediately. This kid, like, seriously, the, the, why do we still have Jason Hayward on the fucking roster? Seriously, sorry about the F-bomb. I apologize. I know I got to try and straighten it up. Why do we still have this guy on a roster? You did one thing right last week. By DFAing uh, Jonathan Villar to bring up Bodie. DFA Bodie. Why is he still here? What are we doing? Nick Madrigal can't stay healthy for, I mean, seriously, I would trade him to any team that wants him for a bag of used baseballs and used jimmies at this point. Christian Seinfeld says, I hear Hayward gives a hell of a speech. Let him make a fucking speech somewhere else. 
Seriously, let him make a speech somewhere else other than here. Get him out of here. Strowman, Smiley, and Miley. These guys have been hurt all year long. Seiya Suzuki has been on the 10-day IL for two months. And he's got a busted up finger. Come on. Knock it off. This Cubs team stinks. And you know what? I'm this weekend I'm 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 going down to I'm going down to Wrigley Field Friday and Sunday to work the Cubs games. I'm not at all excited about working these games. A little bit because I can talk to a little bit of the Red Sox players. I'll be on the field hanging out with everybody. But I'm not looking forward to hanging out with any of the Cubs players because they all stink. Who are we going to talk to? Patrick Wisdom, who hasn't hit a ball hard in three weeks. David Bodie, who played two games and can't do nothing. Nico Horner, who's, who's been a guy that I've absolutely couldn't stand over the last year and a half, who's actually having a decent year. Trade him. See what you can get for him. Ian Happ, he's a guy that I've hated since the Cubs have had him. I've never seen this man make a productive out. Let him do his coffee thing. Let him do his whole coffee spiel. Get rid of him. Let him do it in Beantown. Trade him to the Red Sox. Get something back in return. Get a pitcher back in return. Get something back in return. It's aggravating. And I want to go as far to say this. Are the Cubs the worst team in baseball? Are the Chicago Cubs the worst team in baseball? And we're going to be touching on this as soon as we come back. We've got a couple quick sponsors to get to really quick. And we'll be touching on this as soon as we come back. So, are the Cubs the worst team in baseball? I want to hear from you guys. Here we go. Hello. This is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, 
We truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. Megaplex Sports Complex is a 78,000-square-foot center filled with hardwood and turf. They have baseball rentals with batting cages, softball, soccer, lacrosse, gymnastics, cheerleading, cornhole, basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. It also features a bar and grill with the best pizza and beef sandwiches around. They cater to events such as birthdays, graduations, corporate parties, as well as memorabilia shows. Check them out at Megaplex Sports Complex, 15301 South Bell Road in Homer Glen, 708-966-4210. All right, and welcome back. Thank you so much to our amazing sponsors, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company, the Jonathan Darren team, over at Coldwell Baker Real Estate, and also the Megaplex out in Homer Glen. If you guys haven't been there, you guys got to get there. They have the best beef sandwich I've ever had in my life. Their au jus is amazing there. And not only that, but they have like seven indoor basketball courts, along with a soccer field, along with a baseball field, along with a bar. All right, I mean, come on. What do you expect? Go play hoops, have a few beers. They have pickleball every day of the week. I don't even know what the hell pickleball is. But all these people playing this game, it looks like a lot of fun. It's like a weird tennis type of deal with a wiffle ball. It's like it's like old man wiffle ball. It's the best way I can describe it. I think Valentino would be good at pickleball. He, uh, Valentino would be great at pickleball, I think. I think Valentino, Joe Valentino, would be a pickleball champion. He'd be the pickleball champion. That's what I think. So, yeah. What we were talking about earlier, are the Cubs the worst team in the major leagues? They're one of them. <laughs> They're definitely one of them. There's not too many. There's not too many. Uh, too many worse. You got the Royals that are really down, digging deep into the, into the, into the being the worst team. You got. I mean, you got some some other terrible teams out there. Baltimore is actually playing very good baseball. Who would have expected that? Cincinnati Reds are terrible. The Diamondbacks are terrible. But those teams have some pieces, you think, right? I mean, the Reds have Jonathan India. They still have Joey Votto. They got a little bit of pitching. The Royals, they have Bobby Witt Jr. And they have Whit Merrifield. And they have guys like that. The Cubs have nothing in the pipeline right now for the next couple of years. I mean, Peter Crow Armstrong is going to be a couple years away. And it stinks. It sucks. You want these guys to be here ASAP. You want to see these guys as soon as possible. You really do. I want to see these guys as soon as possible. 
it's going to be a long time, guys. For us Cub fans, we got to sit back, relax. And I mean, I'm going to go I'm going to go the old Philadelphia 76ers route. Just trust the process. Literally, just trust the process of what's going on here with the Chicago Cubs. Cuz it's going to take time. It really is. It's going to take time. These teams are not a good this team is not a good team right now. Let it happen. See what you got out of guys like Christopher Morell. See what you at the trade deadline here. I expect a bunch of moves, a bunch of moves. See if you can get rid of guys like uh um guys like what you call it. See if you can get rid of guys like um Wilson Contreras, Kyle Hendricks. Get rid of these guys. See if you get something back in return. Keegan Thompson, Dave Robertson, or, or yeah, Robertson, whatever his name is. I forget his name. I keep on switching him up with Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers. All right, see what you can get for these guys. There has to be something out there in the market that you can get for these guys. Because it's going to be a minute. Frank Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom are not going to be your long-term first and third basemen, guys. They can't be. They cannot be those players. I don't want them to be those players. Ugh. But, yeah, it's enough of baseball talk. It's enough of baseball talk. I apologize. But let me know if you guys think the Cubs are the worst team in baseball right now. So I do got some great news. On July 7th, switching transitioning over to something pretty cool here. On July 7th, I am in line to grab some training camp tickets for the Chicago Bears. Man, this Bears team keeps on rocking me back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The other night we were here, I told Fred, I'm like, this team could be dumb enough to win 10 games. The over-under on them right now is six and a half. And I would take the over on that. I really would. We're going to ask our guy Harry, see what he thinks. But I would take the over on six and a half. This team isn't going to be as bad as what everybody thinks. The old line is coming back healthy. The defense is going to be atrocious. Robert Quinn holding out, hoping to get traded. I get that 100%. But maybe you can land something like a third-round pick, maybe a third and a fourth if you're lucky. Let's see what you can get for him. He obviously wants to go to a contender, so send him to a contender. See what you can get for him. Why not? What, what are you waiting for? Robert Quinn, the very first year, I rode his ass up and down the field each and every single week. I was aggravated to the to the to the to the nines with Robert Quinn. Last year, he made me eat a giant plate of crow. He really did. Robert Quinn is a stud. And if you can send him to a contender like the Saints who may be in the mix. A team that's looking for a, a defensive pass rusher like that. 
I mean, somebody like San Francisco, Denver, now with Russell Wilson, Minnesota. I mean, that would be huge. That would be huge. And an interdivision team would pay, probably pay you a, a smidge more, maybe a tiny little bit more because you're interdivision. Something to think about. Something to think about. But this defense is going to be bad. If we can't get to the quarterback, we're not going to win too many games. The Bears are going to stink. They're, like I said, their over-under is at six and a half. And I went over their schedule. I, I seriously think that this team could be dumb enough to win 10 games. I really do. I feel that they split between the Lions. I feel that they split between the Vikings. I feel that they lose both against the Packers. But the rest of their schedule is not too bad. It's not too bad. With what I just said, that's four losses. One against the Lions, one against the Vikings, both against the Packers. So they only have three losses outside of what I think in their division. This team could be this team could excite you this year. It really can. And I'm full bore with it. I'm ready to go with it. I'm ready to kick ass with it. I like this team. I'm ready to see Justin Fields take that next step. Cindy Lachowski Bannon says trade the owners. Yes, trade the owners. I agree, especially for the Bears. Virginia McCaskey needs a McCasket. I've been saying that for years. She's 195 years old. It's time for her to go bye-bye. Now, I don't care what you guys think about that. You guys can be mad at me all you want. Virginia McCaskey needs a McCasket. I'm pretty sure you can pick, up, pick one up at McDonald's for $5.99 with a large fry. But I seriously think that, the, that, this, that this Bears team can be surprising to all of us this year. I think by week eight, by I think by week four, we're going to know what we have here. We're going to see what they can do. They open up again, again, hey, September 11th, down here at Nick and Ivy in beautiful downtown Lockport. We're going to be doing a, a, a tailgate for 1252, uh, 40 bucks a ticket. And we're going to be doing free beers or two free beers, two raffle tickets, and a big old giant plate of food from Papa Joe's and, and Stagecoach, our sponsors here. The raffle tickets go to gift baskets for the Cubs, White Sox, and Bears for tickets and the whole nine. You can have chances to win any one of them, whatever you want to donate your tickets to. But we're throwing a big event out here, and they play San they play the San Francisco 49ers that week. And it's going to be a game. It's not going to be uh, – I think the Bears win week one. They always fare pretty well against the 49ers for some reason. I don't know why, but they do. Next week they play the Packers. That's not, that's not going to be a good game. We all know that. We all know what happens when we play the Packers. We get our asses kicked. That's what happens. But after that – Kind of an easy peasy schedule. See what happens. 
this team could surprise you guys this year. And I, I firmly believe that they can win nine to 10 games. I truly, truly believe that. And I am not an optimistic bear fan. I'm going to have the glasses half empty. The glasses half full type of bear fan. I am what they are. I tell you if they suck. I'm the very first person to tell you if they suck. And with the schedule layout this year, I think they can be a positive team. I think they can win 10 games. Mark my words right here. June 29th, 2022, the Bears can win 10 games. It's going to be crazy. So that's our Bears talk. I want to talk a little about, about a little bit about the 4th of July. The 4th of July is coming up. Fred is not going to be able to do a Hubes Views and Hubes Views and Brew show. But I want to talk about the 4th of July. The 4th of July is a fun the 4th of July is a fun time. It's a great time. Eating, drinking, having a bunch of fun. I want to know what your favorite foods are. What is the go-to foods? For Fourth of July, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite Matt on over here too to talk about this too. So, in a minute, we'll be right back. We've got a couple more words from a couple of our sponsors, and we will be right back. Fozzie Football and Coach's Corner. These guys are amazing. We'll be back in two minutes and seven seconds. Fozzie Football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, played shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets. And a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park, a barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game nights. Fozzie football is simply the best. Most realistic and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. Hi. This is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from, nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner, it will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. All right, guys, and we are back. This is our guy, Matt, our new guy, Matt. Say hi, Matt. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm Hello. Matt. This is Matt. He's new to 12D2. He's got a show coming up. He's going to be talking puck with our guy, Andrew Faubert. 
here at 1252. It's going to be amazing. I can't it's wait for that. Fun, yeah. And listen, let the before we get into the Fourth of July stuff, you I, and I caught the last back half. The uh, phenomenal back uh, half. Unbelievable, yeah. man. Of uh, the E60, the Colorado Avalanche, and Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, and I was still pretty young for that to so to see it again. Yes. Live, it was, like that was listen, man, like wild. those like that's when hockey was hockey. It was no more that it wasn't any of this like um this really salified Yeah, like uh, skating around the issue. Like somebody, you know, they punch you in the guy. mouth. Yeah, yeah they, they punch they you in the mouth. Back. Yeah. yeah. There was, was there was no uh what's it it wasn't pussified. Yeah, they, it wasn't yeah, they weren't scared. Hockey either. was hockey back yeah, then. Exactly. And like, it, it goes to show, like, it goes it goes back a long time. Our guy Christian says, what's up, Matt? Yo, what's up, what's Christian? What's up? <laughs> uh, uh, Christian also says, what did you what did you have Fred drink and how much of it in order to <laughs> have him sound like that for the Fozzie football ad? In fact, it's not me or Fred. It's the actual owner of Fozzie football. So make sure you guys buy a game, Christian. Buy a game. It's an amazing game. You have to now. Yeah, you got to Call now at out, this point. So. Yeah. I called you out, Christian. You better buy one. You better buy one. But no, that's when hockey was hockey, man. Like hockey was a fun time back then. It was it was still one of those punch you in the face type yeah, of sports. It was, it's not well, like that anymore. That's what I had said was um it's wild to see again those guys being as big and physical as they were and still being able to play every oh, part yeah. of the puck, oh, yeah. shooting and I mean, you know, we're, control. We're sitting there. I'm going over the guys like uh, like Olsen Lynch, Draper. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Steve Eisman, Sergey Fedorov, Igor Konstantinov. You know, it's like I mean, hearing those, you 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 feel a certain way. You yeah, that's like, oh, that's like hockey. That that was a hockey. team. Yeah. That was a that was they a were team. built in that was several ways. Yes. Yeah. They were deep, and you you go you go to the Colorado Avalanche. You have Adam Foot, you have Claude Lemieux, Joe Sack, Peter yeah. Forsberg. I mean Patrick Waugh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, those teams were crazy. They were, and they and they congealed or gelled as a unit, which is not something you see with physical guys today. And they're they're afraid today to do anything about it. But that documentary really shows. Yes, like, now if you got in their face, they return the favor yeah so if, if you guys haven't watched that e60 yet please watch that e60 because it is amazing if you guys remember those teams the late 90s and uh late uh, late 90s early 2000s, 2000s yeah red wings and colorado avalanche those were great teams absolutely unbelievable teams watch it because you're gonna it's it was it was a rivalry it was the biggest rivalry in sports at that time an actual, yeah, rivalry. it was bigger yeah. than the Red Sox Yankees. It was bigger than anything. Yeah, I mean, it was even, the best rivalry in sports. Even yeah, anything going forward with the Hawks, yeah, the Canucks, Red didn't, Wings themselves didn't yeah, even touch not it. The same, not even didn't close. even touch. It. Didn't even touch. No. So we're gonna talk about the Fourth of July, Matt. Yep. The Fourth of July is coming up here. We it's Fourth of July is on Monday, uh, America's birthday. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is one thing that's funny for me, man. Play it on me. I'm a fat guy. No. Like oh, come on. No. The, can't be. the name Fat Mike doesn't supersede me. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. What is your go-to digs and eats on the 4th of July? All right. So it, it might sound a little basic. Maybe. What, 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 okay. Because I'm the same way. I'm a basic uh, bitch. It's going it to be a simple burger. Okay. Cheeseburger or burger. Burger, burger. No, no I cheese. Do, I don't do cheese. No cheese? I don't do cheese on my what are you, a communist? What are you doing? No. I mean, 
It's just no, burger. Yeah. Burger. <laughs> and corn on the cob. That's yeah. super plain, dude. I know. I'm a plain kind of guy. I like it straight. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's what they serve POWs. That exactly. So it's showing solidarity. <laughs> it's just across being the universe. Country. Also, it makes it super easy to you know get up and do stuff like play volleyball, beer pong, etc. Drinking and Chris so says, Chris says you can't have a burger without cheese, man. Oh, easily. <laughs> I'll show you like a thousand times. I actually had one. On the way over here. A burger with no cheese. Without cheese. Yep. You're crazy. Yeah, it was a burger with ketchup only. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Let that so, okay, so hold on. Time out. Are you one of those guys that put ketchup on a hot dog? Oh, fuck no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hell no. no <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. not. We're trying to extend the F word. I'm very not. passionate yeah. about that okay. still. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, you can't put... But you know what, though? I can put ketchup on a brat. That's still weird to me. No, not to me. That's I can still put, weird I can, to me. And I can put ketchup on a Polish. That's with a sauerkraut just, with a sauerkraut. Okay, see, I don't, it I don't have sauerkraut on it, so I couldn't tell you. It's the good combo. shit. That's fair. A sad. It's burger, good yes. shit. We got a guy who says Jim Jim Bannon, a sad burger. You're the one that taught me that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> a sad burger. I agree, Jim. I agree. I, it I agree. keeps you going, so that way no you're not, ketchup. You're not weighted down. You're not waiting. Well, the ketchup's not, the cheese isn't weighing you down. Oh, it, it, oh, it does. Come when on. Eat, when you eat eight of them, it weighs you down. You got You it. eat eight hamburgers with ketchup only? I know. I'm not fat mad, but <laughs> fat uh, mad. Uh, trust me, I can put them away still. Okay. All right. All right. So, like, my go to, my go to, the main thing, right? Absolute main thing. You got to have the hot dogs, man. Really? Hot dogs? Hot dogs. That surprises hot me. Hot dogs. Fourth of July, you got to have the hot dogs. And you deck it out Chicago style. Oh, you so you do it up. Works. You do it up. The full okay. works. The Onion, works. relish, mustard, celery salt, sport peppers, tomato. Do you have an Pickle. order for that? Or no, just, that's what we do at the house. Okay. I mean, that's I mean that's what we have that's every right. single year at my mom's house. That, we deck it out. She, she puts on a platter, all that shit. Fair. All right, and my dad, I mean, and he torches the burgers. I mean, he literally, he torches the burgers. See, that's why you don't like the burger answer. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, like, he torches the dogs. Like, he, he okay. gets a nice char on the dogs. That does suck. I, where, I mean, it's a nice, it's not like not you're eating a charcoal briquette, but, I mean, he puts okay. a nice torch on them. Where some parts of it are a little black. You know oh, what I mean? It adds to but, the I mean, when you add that yeah, shit to it, it, man, the celery salt, the, 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 the relish, the onion, the the pickle, the spore yeah, peppers, and then the tomato and the celery. Dude, it just it hits, man. I mean, it. That's does. my go-to. That's not a Fourth of July kind of thing. That's, that's my go-to. Normal. No, but that's but, but when I think of Fourth of July, that's I mean that's my go-to. That okay, that's fair. that's my go-to. And then you know I'll fuck around with a burger here and there. I'll fuck that's around right. with a burger. Yeah. We got a oh, we got a couple of guys coming in here yeah. chirping in. Uh, that's a horrible guy to have. You are right. Food. I have very plain taste. That is a fair <laughs> assumption. You're right, Joe. You should be here talking food. Uh, I got Christian Yes, Mike. Speaking my language. <laughs> and then Joe Valentino. Hot dog eating contest is a must watch every 4th of July. Yes. No, actually, yeah. That yes. is a very Joey point. Chestnut Absolutely. is the man. I think you can probably beat him. I don't think I can. Well, he's not eating loaded dogs like you are. No, they, do, away. you ever like that? Seriously, like when I, I got my family hooked on this like seven years ago. Okay, I like, literally watch the ESPN, it, yeah. the Nathan's Hot Dogs. It's a must it's a, every single year. Really we watch this all the time. Joe Rofels. Uh, John. See, John's got my back. 
John, I'm sorry, John Roloffs. Sorry, I, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Burgers are the best. I'm trying to. Uh, hopefully, I pronounced your name correctly. I apologize. But yeah, no, dude. The, the the fucking Nathan's hot dog eating competition is the best, man. It is something. It's to watch. so much fun to watch that. And Joey just Jaws, dude. That's what they call him, Jaws. That guy moves down like sixty eight hot dogs in fucking eight minutes. It's yeah, crazy. But he doesn't enjoy them. You enjoy them, and you can I do. definitely eat I do. all. You could eat that many. Hot I couldn't dogs. eat sixty eight hot dogs, well, dude, because you're used to eating them with the works on it. You yeah, at least put them away. I don't think I could eat sixty eight plain hot dogs. Like I don't that. think any normal. Not to say that like he's crazy. He's, he's on another league of his own. Yeah, he's yeah. That dude is wild. the reason why he's won like nine of the last eleven championships. Uncontested, I'm pretty sure. But he's yeah part. by like he's won them by like at least ten. Yeah, ten hot really, dogs. It's really something when you think. Yeah, about yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that guy's stomach has to expand this the size of like our of our mini refrigerator. It's crazy. Yeah, a decent amount at least. And uh, John says, "Awesome job on the pronun- pronunciation." All right, perfect. All right, John. All right, I appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate it. But no, seriously, man. Like that—that's—that's. That's, I mean, come on. I know it's you know Fourth of July. It's not what it's meant to be. It's not all about eating and drinking and being a fucktard. Well, that is I, the Fourth of July. Uh, excuse me. Sorry again for my language. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to be better. Drinking. I'm yeah. trying to be better. All right. But like, it's not all about that. But they, it, it, you know, Fourth of July is my Christmas of the summer. Yeah, I get to hang out with my family a little bit. We get to hang oh, out on the no, deck. My, my mom, my dad, all my brothers come on by. We hang out at my mom's place, and, and we're having a good time. So like, you get to eat and drink and have a fun time, and you, you laugh, you tell jokes, you have a few beers, and everybody's having fun, yeah. and it ends. You know, it's always one of those. And, oh, I guess it, it does. Know, just it, it, it slowly so ends. Yeah. It slowly ends. People start leaving going away and i feel like that's the good point though is that it slowly ends. it's not just like a party like all right everybody get the hell out it's right. like you, you just yeah everybody's kind of yeah. starts like all right i gotta go i gotta get to the like dog. wow we made it to 3 a.m wow i should have left two hours ago but here right. we are so time to it, go it, it's a fun time it, it really is oh, it's yeah. a fun Always time and i can't wait it's till this monday time. my mom yeah. and dad's out it's gonna be a lot of fun but like okay so sides 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 you said corn on the cob is a big side yeah. So what else do you have sidewise for the 4th of July? No, hold on. I'm going to lay this on you. Okay. Specifically with the corn. So you just throw it on a little bit. Get some char on that. You butter it up. You throw sugar on it. Sugar you on throw corn. throw sugar on the corn. What do... That's the way to do it. Try, don't knock it until you try. What are you doing at your Doing house, it correctly. Man. That's I mean, how it... Has always been. This is craziness to me. So that's the best part. You can even roll it in the sugar. Gets nice and coated, dusted, perfect. It's the way to go. That's how you do it. You're insane. Jim Jim Bannon says no. Ignore Jim Bannon. He's wrong. (laughs) He's wrong. Listen to Matt Bannon. He is correct. He says no. (laughs) FYI, Joe Valentino says FYI. Seventy-six hot dogs is the record. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. 76. Cindy says, yes, sugar is the yes. way to go. Cindy. I've never heard about this before Cindy in my knows. entire life. Well, you are now. Try it. At least try it once. I'll try it. That's the way to go. Uh, other than sides with that. I mean, you, you got like the pasta salad. You got the I don't do pasta salad. potato salad, macaroni salad. No, I'm not, I've never been a big fan really? of macaroni. Yeah, no. It's It's weird. I what? like I like small main meals. Beans? I do. I, I have like pork and beans. I do beans. 
That has been a recent beans. development. But I beans. do beans. beans. I do beans. I like beans. Yeah, beans. Insulin too. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Jim Bands is insulin. Uh, Christian Schaffeld says, uh, "Corn is an elite prospect for sure." Yes. Sugar threw me off. That's fair. What the fuck? You'll but I feel like Mastacholi isn't unde- isn't undefeated at all holiday cookies. Yes, that is that is a good point. Yes, Chris. Yeah, yeah Mastacholi is badass. But honestly, think about it. I could eat. Yeah, that right now. I could have Mastacholi right Absolutely. now. Right this thing. Yeah. No, that was a so like call. my my go to sides. All right, every Fourth yeah. of July, my mom makes this cold pasta salad. Okay, not it's not potato salad. It's not macaroni salad. It's a Super. pasta salad. Straight noodles, pasta. cold, cold okay. noodles. But she throws massive chunks of salami. All right. Shredded Parmesan. Over the top. Of over the top, like mixed into it. Okay, I'm listening. And it's it has a it has a good um, I don't know what the, the dressing is on. I think it's like Italian. There's something that the likes, yeah. Dude. That's the way to go. It fucking smokes, dude. It's unbelievable. It good. smokes. It's it's fantastic. I'll have like three big plates of it. Like literally, you know I'll, yeah. I'll, have, I'll have my hot dogs and like a like a side burger, cheeseburger. I'll have my hot dogs and a side cheeseburger. That actually explains the hot and dogs. I'll slap if you're I'll, eating I'll, all the masticholi. Yeah. Well, it's not masticholi. It's pasta salad. Oh, pasta but the big old chunks of salami. It's, it's not. She doesn't cube the salami. She like actually like so it's just. Straight. She slivers like the summer sauce. Oh, okay. All and right. throws it out in there. And it's unbelievable, man. It's it's fantastic. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it sounds pretty See, good. this guy, yeah, John, really John good. knows what's going on. Sounds Absolutely really good. You're right. Does. It is, John. It's fantastic. I'm kind of jealous. It's amazing. Christian Schoenfeld says, sounds amazing. It is. It is. It's fantastic. Oh, and not only that, but the other, one that, the other one that fucking slaps through that my mom makes, dude. There's more? There is. Do you help she, her at all, at least? Dude, she won't let you. My mom's like one she's of the... got to do it right. Dude, yeah. she's... My mom gets fucking crazy about this stuff. Sorry again. <laughs> crazy. Sorry about all the swear she words. She wild. I'm trying to... I'm That's trying how, to... I'm trying to eliminate all the swear words. That's how good it is. Dude, she makes this wild beef rice. Beef rice. Okay. Wild beef rice. All right. All right. Like, it's not like your normal white rice where it like looks like yeah. as white as this paper here. Top paper, right. yeah. It, it's, it's a brown rice. Okay. In a in a it's in a beef uh, broth, right. and there's little tiny it. chunks of steak all over in it, with mushrooms. All right, and she mixes this thing on up. It's like a cream of mushroom soup or a mushroom soup mix. Yeah. All right, mushroom soup mix, Get and then the steak, and then like a beef broth, dude. This this thing is, um. I would stab somebody in the throat for this wow. for this rice. Oh, it I is so good. I, it is so good. It's so good that I make this rice. It's so good that I make this rice during Thanksgiving. Oh, it's that kind it's of that, it's that good. Like it's it's high end. It's top notch rice, dude. Damn. Um, it's so good. And like the the tiny little strip steaks that are in it. Like it's she it's she literally like strips out she, she literally strips out like thin pieces of steak and throws it in this rice, dude. I'm telling you, man, it's so damn good. So, on that note, where does your mother live, and how can I get? Yeah, she she, 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 lives, she, for she seriously life. lives like ten minutes away down the road. Yeah, she might have something. I dude, it's it's. I'm telling you, come on over on the Fourth of July. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like wow. that is that is the go to. 
That is the go-to. Okay, so now we covered yeah. we covered the sides. We did, yes. We covered the main fixes. We I did, like my yes. hot dogs. I dig a cheeseburger. Yeah, I, I like and a hamburger. Let's, let's, hamburger. let's not forget. Let's let's give the honorable mentions. All right. All right. Brats. Brats are always a, Pull a staple. sausage staple. I mean, come on. Those are those are awesome. If you don't have them, are you really throwing the fourth of July? Right. I mean, point? come on. Yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, steak is always up there, but I like always. I like to keep my shit simple. Yeah, it's no. easier that way. Yeah. Fourth of July. Going. Fourth of July could be an expensive holiday. It can, yeah. It could be. Especially, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be if, especially if you're buying steaks. It could be an yeah, expensive I was holiday. Say, with all the food we just listed, right? right. There, that was at least eighty different items. Right. Break it down. So, <laughs> right. And not only that, egg. see, John uh, uh, yep. Roloff says, "Yeah, brats, polo sauce are amazing." Yes, you're damn right, John. You're damn right. They really are. All right, but now, like. Honorable mentions on sides, macaroni and cheese, bro. So you can't do it. What? No. Can't do really? it. Really? I've never been a fan of macaroni and cheese. Dude, seriously. It's just not me. Why it did really I hire you? <laughs> this is why I kept it a secret until now when I'm on camera. So now why it's too late to pull you? me back. I, Joe Valentino, ribs. 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 Yeah, How you, do we fuck up and not mention ribs? You got to have enough time for it, I feel like. Yeah. And you have to really like the people that are coming over. Yes. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. Ribs. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. Yeah. That, well, it takes time to cook them. It too. does take a lot. So, to do I it mean, correctly, it takes yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. Right. And I, I listen, like our guy Keith, Joe knows Keith. Keith makes some monster shit, unbelievable stuff. Paul makes really good stuff. He seems like, he'd like be he's a really got that good smoker cook. and stuff. Yeah. He's really good. Keith makes these steak sandwiches that are unbelievable. I don't know if he makes them for the fourth, but they're absolutely fantastic. Okay. John John Roloff says no mac and cheese. Yes. Okay. Dude, no mac absolutely. and cheese. No mac and cheese. He knows what I'm talking about. He's That's crazy. Side. That's craziness. Uh, Christian Schoenfeld says, has anyone ever said that statement? I've never been a fan of mac and cheese. So the best part? Like, seriously, for, I don't think so. For a decade now, I've said that. I'm pretty sure you're the only that human being on the planet. That has been a point of contention in several of my relationships, too. <laughs> the current one, ongoing as well. Joe says, the man won't eat a cheeseburger. What the fuck? That's why I don't <laughs> eat. The mac and cheese, it's not, it's just not my thing. Even with a little burnt tips around it. Oh, I'll eat burnt around tips. Around the edge of mac and cheese. Even what? with, I'll eat even with the burnt tips of mac and cheese, you won't eat it? No. Oh, no. this. Definitely see, not. now we didn't even touch on this. The pre-games. I see it. Oh, I didn't The pre-games. We got to get on the yeah. Christian Schenefeld bringing out the good stuff. He's right. The pre-games. Buffalo, Buffalo chicken, chicken dip. dip is a solid. That I will. Yes, 100%. That I will. Every 100%. Time. Okay, so also... Also, oh. pregame. All right, lay it on me. Taco dip, dude. Taco dip. You know what? The olives, the chives, the cheese. I don't the do beans. I don't do olives, but if it's homemade, you can pick around. You can pick I, around. I, that's, that's why I can do it. And right. if it's a homemade taco dip, especially, yes, hundred percent, I will at least try it because it's so good. Joe Valentino says he will make us the the best trip we've ever had, and it only takes forty five minutes. Do not threaten me with a good time. Yeah, don't I don't threaten take me. You up on Listen, that. don't threaten me with food. <laughs> you see the size of me? I take up half this desk. I'll I'll eat all of it. It's fantastic. That sounds good to me. He Absolutely. says you got to you got to have the right equipment. Fair, You're right. Yeah. Probably, you I'm, gotta, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. When you I'm do sure. it right, you do it also, right. Also, pre gamers, dude. Pre gamers. What about like um? Okay, so I said the taco dip. Dip. Christian brought up a great one, the buffalo, buffalo chicken dip, dip, which was I had in the back. What of my about head. spinach artichoke dip? How do you feel about that, dude? My With time, the pita squares. My time working 
See, the I, grocery I like, store has I like turned me them. off of artichoke oh, because no. of I've seen those things come in. It's it is not. I can't do it. I just cannot do it. Sure. Oh, yeah. uh, Easter says, "Oh, just you wait." Jibant says, mm, seven layer dip." Yes, seven layer dip. Seven layer dip slaps like crazy. Uh, Christian says, "I'll add the chili cheese dip too." At that, I already know Matt isn't fucking with it. That's just the best point, though. I do. That's the one. <laughs> what are you talking, dude? You're so the all one over the map. I know. Everything. I'm very particular, but chili cheese, I will actually. You're, eat that. Dude, I, you're yeah. all over the place. I am. Every You're time. all over the place. Mimosas. <laughs> that's a good one, too. Cindy brings up mimosas. That's how you start it. That's how you right? start yeah, off. That's how you day. get into cooking mindset. There you, you go. Start mimosas. Right. Yeah. Mimosas started off. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, okay. So the other one that I got, too. Okay. Another good one that I've done over the past couple of Fourth of Julys is this one. Shit on a shingle. Okay. How do you make it, though? So it's breakfast sausage and hamburger. Okay. Brown together, all right. Garlic powder, Velveeta on a rye. That's where you lost me. It was the Velveeta, but I was with you until that point. Velve- the Velveeta cheese yeah. melts into the into the meat. I know that's why I can't do that. You that's, don't like cheese. I'm very so you don't particular. Like cheese. No, not really. Really, the only time I'll really eat cheese is on pizza, mostly because I can't really taste it, or if it's spicy, like pepper jack, because I am very into spicy foods. Okay. So that's the only really thing that will make an exception. Okay. With cheese. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm a big cheese guy. That's I like fair. cheese. I love cheese. That is the fair. cheesier, the better. See, I'm the opposite. See, I'm the type of guy. That, I'm the type of guy that gets a. I'm the type of guy that gets a, a Portillo's hot dog with everything, all the fixings. Okay. I get a cup of cheese and I dunk it in the cheese. You just took a perfectly good dog and you ruined it. No, that last. That last I mean, seriously, thing. like, I'll, like my cheese fries. I'll take the cheese fries. Both See, that's time. It. Can't do cheese fries either. Just not it. You're crazy, also, dude. I, it might just be because I've had so much nacho cheese as a kid that it just turned me off of. <laughs> Did cheese you just in live on nachos growing up, or what? I, no, I didn't actually. It was just that nacho <laughs> what cheese was. If, what the is your hatred for cheese? It was the nacho cheese with everything. I think that's just what. That's just what did. I want to. I want to know your <laughs> hatred for cheese. If you could get to the bottom of it, a lot of people are looking for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's chiming in here. It's fucking hysterical. Like, what is your hatred for cheese? Seven layer dip rocks by John Rolfo. Yeah, by John John Roloffs. She always does. In reference to, I think mimosas. Okay, there we go. Ah, this is making me hungry. Yes, you're goddamn right. I'm starving right now. Starving right now. Yeah. Chris says, "I'll take a shit on a stick or two. You know what? When you put it that way, sounds very appetizing. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Or chili cheese dip, dude. Chili cheese cheese dip. dip. Yeah, we forgot about that one. I think you just said that. No, that was taco dip. That was taco dip. Taco dip. Chili cheese dip and taco dip are two two completely different things. So hungry, I'm losing my mind now. Yeah, chili cheese dip is that. That's good stuff, man. I can do that. I can do that one. See, but a lot of these though, like outside of the Fourth of July, I can only do these on like. Football days. Oh, actually, that brings up a good point for something that I don't think anybody's mentioned yet. Okay. But it's it's not something you really see in 4th of July, but would be perfect is potato skins. I feel like that is 
right there with yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah, I've never had those on Fourth of July. You, you nobody ever has, but that like is exactly nobody, what you're nobody looking for. Nobody on the planet Earth, nobody has ever had never. potato skins for Fourth of July. I mean, most of Fourth of July celebrators are in the U.S., so yes, yeah. it's a U.S. America. Food. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like that's a good one too. Maybe, maybe shake it up. Yeah, or you know what? That, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Skins next time. Right? Hot dogs, a, a hot, hot dog dogs. and a potato skin. Yeah, I mean that's a classic combo. That, I mean that actually sounds actually pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Pretty. Especially good. if you get like if you get them loaded up. That with well, the cheese and the bacon the and only, the chai. I, I will grant you this. That's the only way to do a potato skin is to load it up. Otherwise, you're just eating a little scoop of sour potato. cream. Yeah, on top of it. After okay, yeah. you cook everything, comes out. Scoop of sour cream. There, down the hatch, you're good. Good to go. Absolutely. Right. Every right. time. Yeah, I, I dig it. I can I can do that. I can I can do that. Yeah. All right. So now, here we go. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> only yeah. if they have cheese on them. You're yeah. right. No, no, I agree. You're right. I agree. I agree. If they don't have cheese, it's not. This is skin. perfect. John, uh, John Roloff says, all this... Awesome food comes on the TV and fireworks later on is the best fourth of July. So we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna we're gonna chime in on the fourth on the fireworks thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, All right. we're definitely gonna chime in. How fucking how do we jalapeno forget about jalapeno poppers? poppers. They are firing. Oh man, yes, all this food, like this is a good this is a good segment. I like this. That, I like doing this pretty tonight. good. It's a lot of fun. We're obviously we're going a little bit later than what we normally do. Oh no! But this is a lot. Yeah. Oh no! But I mean, seriously, <laughs> jalapeno poppers are always fire. Yes, they you're are. right. Every and Christian, time. really quick, dude. Um, the jalapeno poppers over at Coach's Corner on 82nd and 143rd. Unbelievable, dude. They're unbelievable. They mix the cheeses with the jalapenos. They do so it it's, right. It's, yeah. it's it's American. There's pepper jack and then there's a cream that's, cheese one. You need the and dude, it's unbelievable. You get like three different cheeses with these jalapeno poppers. <laughs> they're unbelievable. That's how you they're do it awesome, correctly. dude. They're fucking fantastic. How you do it correctly. And my girl Kathy there, okay. my right. girl Kathy, she she runs the bar there, Matt. Okay. She is the best. She is the absolute best, dude. All the right. best. Like she's so nice and so sweet. I know she just she just had a dog that had to lose a leg, but the dog is yeah. kicking ass. The dog is kicking That's ass. The way to go, yeah. I know she's going through a lot of stuff right now, but like seriously, Kathy is the fucking shit, and Coach's Corner is awesome, dude. I agree, awesome. And they're they're they have you should see their wings. Their wings is their wings oh. are like this. That's they're how you huge. Get me. That's how you get it's me like an entire. It's, it, they're awesome every they're time. Awesome. So please go there. You they're check absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. Phenomenal. Okay, so now we got to get to the desserts of 4th of July. Do you eat desserts on yes, 4th of dude. July? Yes. I just assumed it was Look cupcakes. at the size of me. Look at the size of me. Of course I eat desserts. <laughs> I eat desserts, yes. I No, desserts on 4th of July is another beer <laughs> no. or three. No, 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 like, no, no, no. That, that is dessert on you 4th gotta, of July. You got to no. do it. Pudding shots. That's dessert. Puddings are, they that got dessert. dessert okay. July's pudding so, shots. Dude, banana cream pie. Awesome. I don't think I've ever actually had that. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Jesus, man. You've never had as, banana cream no, pie? No, as soon as you said food, I'm like, oh, I'm not the guy to bring on. Oh, you're, like, you're coming out. I'm like, all right, well, 
We're going to talk hot dogs and meat we'll and prove no my, cheese. We'll prove why people should listen for my opinion on hockey and not food really quickly. And I think All right, so that. banana cream pie is awesome. My okay. sister-in-law, Lisa, makes a – she was so upset the one year. She made a banana cream pie, mm-hmm. and it turned into like a soup. Like it was like soupy. Ooh, yeah. okay. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm going to smash this anyways. Graham cracker crust. Yeah. And I just, I just fucking slopped it on my plate. Like okay. I was John Coffee from the Green Mile. Slopped it on my plate and I ate like half the pie. It was unbelievable, dude. I mean, fantastic. A little bit of chocolate whipped cream. Well, that's what, that's what settled it. Crushed up peanuts. That. Crushed up. Yeah. Are you eating a banana some cream cherries. pie at that point? Some cherries. You're yeah. just eating every pie all together. Yeah, dude, awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's fantastic. Hey, it's as long fantastic. as you're eating your fruit, Mike, that's all that matters. Really, I'm telling you, man. Uh, Christian says he drives past it almost every day, talking about Coach's Corner. Christian, stop it's there, man. Good. It is absolutely amazing. Stop and I, I will say this. They have the, their tap on tap beer. Them and the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill Studios – or the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill on 159th, have the coldest beer I've ever had in my life. It's so cold that it hurts my teeth. That's how cold their beer is. It's great. Uh, Jim Bannon says, Portillo's chocolate cake on a stick. Oh, yes. yes. I've actually eaten it Yes, Portillo's chocolate cake, yes. I would eat (laughs) Portillo's chocolate cake out of a toilet. We, uh, That's how good it is. There was one time we didn't have utensils (laughs) and we just scooped it. Nobody cared because... It's on point. They know what they're doing over there. Oh, yeah. Portillo's knows what's up. Portillo's definitely knows what's up. Christian says, not sure if it's classified as a dessert or breakfast, but a bar down the street for me just started selling pancakes drizzled with caramel chocolate with whipped cream on top with mini Reese's on top. I think that, every dentist in the country Where is this place there. at, yeah, Christian? Why are you keeping this a secret, and why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? What are we talking about, dude? Send me the address of this place. I'm going there tomorrow. It's a sound of betrayal right there for not knowing. John Roloff says, I need to go there. You're right, John. You definitely need to go there. Uh, It's called uh, Insulin. (laughs) Insulin. Insulin. Yes, exactly. Yes, Yes, pretty much. Yes. (laughs) Sounds (laughs) exactly. Exactly. So another one, this is one of my favorites. Our guy Paul over at Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Our guy here uh, with the stickers here. And my hat. Uh, yeah, my hat. Uh, Matt's hat. The the Fat Mike sticker and the, the, the Fred Hubner sticker over here. Um, so one of our big things is we like to do Hooters. Okay. All right, yeah. Paul and I will go to Hooters at least twice a month. We'll hang out. We'll have some wings. Do our yeah, thing. Kick him back. Yeah, we, yeah. you know, we, 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 he, he goes nuts on his wings. He likes his wings his way. I like my wings my way. That's fair. Everybody's got. Well, we get, style. we get the, we get the fries. We get the buffalo shrimp. Buffalo shrimp, good. Choice. And we always have a lot of beers. Okay, yeah. we always have a lot of beers. But at the end, the main thing, okay, key lime pie, dude. Oh, key lime pie is very. Good. Oh, that might I, was, be, I, was, I was gonna say. I didn't yeah. think you were gonna like it. No, I love key lime pie. There was actually, it was one time when I was down, down south, east ways in the the Virgin Islands. Okay. There's a place on St. John. It's what is it? Key lime West or something? Okay. 
but it's uh, people that are actually from St. Charles, believe it or not. They started uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Yeah, St. Charles, Illinois. Um, they open up a bar and they hand make homemade, I guess, their own key lime pie. The best pie I've ever had. Oh, in my dude, life. it's awesome. It's so good. Lime in. Yes. Thank you. Lime in <laughs> is what it's called. I was going to say, there you go. You lime already in. got it in. Lime it is in. so good. It's like, the problem I have with a lot of key lime pies is sometimes it's too sweet and it okay. like stings a right, little bit. Yeah. Maybe that's just a meat problem, but it could be. Yeah, that's fair. But this one, <laughs> considering the guy who doesn't like cheese, that's, yeah, that's okay. exactly the point. But this one was so good that I loved it. I right. mean, if I love food, right, that's a really see, good indicator. See, see, my big my big thing is this: with key lime pie, you have to have the pucker factor. Yes. Oh, it has that. It has absolutely. to have the puck. It's take your, It has to taste like you're touching a tongue on a nine bite. It's like, yeah, you, you know what I mean. You got, uh, it and you just, oh, you gotta have that right mm. there. Yeah, mm. you gotta right have there. that little bit of sour. Absolutely. And Otherwise, it's, perfect, it's not a lime pie. Yeah. And like I tell you what, Hooters does a great job with it. I'm that, not gonna lie. That's interesting. But see, awesome John Roloff says, "Boom, I agree." I agree. Oh, you need that. Joe Valentino says it might taste like cheese. That's where the sour <laughs> factor comes in, though, and distracts me from it. Oh, Chris Sunfeld says, do you like cheesecake? You know what? I'll let you guess. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes that you like cheesecake, but not cheese on a burger. Because you're fucking weird. I don't like cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> and it might be the fact that i think the first slice of cheesecake i had was oh, sitting shit. out overnight from a graduation party it was sitting and I in the ate sun it. for 14 hours well i mean it was it was in the old halo 2 days so we were up until like 4 in the morning and i had it cuz it was the only food out on the counter it made me immensely sick that might be that might be the driving factor but no i can't do cheesecake i cannot do cheesecake <laughs> That's hysterical, man. This is so much fun. All right. So, but the key lime pie in the, the, be pie. the yep. best part of key lime pie at Hooters, especially. I think it's try. All right. They they do a raspberry drizzle. Oh, that, that explains over the it top of it. That sounds really good. And when you hit the sweet and sour, ah, it's perfect. It balances out. Yeah. It's you get perfecto. the puck. Like, oh, and then you it the is love. perfecto. Christmas says, What the fuck, Matt? My life is pretty pretty interesting when you tack all the things that don't make sense against each other. Chris says we have the most interesting. Yeah, yeah, the there it is. Right yeah, now. absolutely. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so you ate poison. And again, cheesecake is poison to me. So yes, you are in a way correct. I did indeed. Oh shit, man. <laughs> So this, this really went off the rails really fast. It really did. That's what happens when you bring me out. I guess. But you know what? It's fun, yeah. though. Because I wanted to do this because 4th of July means a lot to me, like I said. Because yeah. we're hanging out with the family. We're all Absolutely. doing our thing. And it's a lot of fun. And, like, food matters. You know, like, it people have different does. tastes. You know, Joe says he's he, he does the ribs. And, That's you know, you do the burger. Phenomenal. I do yeah, the hot burger, dogs. Hot I mean, dog, yeah. it goes it goes a lot, a lot of different. You know? Like and, a, merry-go-round of all the classic yeah. staples of food and crazy how they work in that okay so thing. okay so a lot of the things okay a big thing at fourth of july is chips Chip. oh yeah all I, right let's cover this really quick that's how intrinsic they are i just skipped over them because i just assumed a big thing because like them. not everybody does the pasta salad that's fair not everybody does the macaroni salad or the the, the potato salad 
I put your go-to chip for go Fourth of chip. July. What is it? It is plain ruffles. Ooh, okay. Ruffles have ridges and the those ridges. You like the work. ridges? Those work for Fourth of July. Especially. I dig the plain lays. Okay. All right. Well, like it's the plain lays. You dude. know what? Normally on a normal day I would, but Fourth of July. But the you know, ruffles, the ruffles, ruffles, the ruffles hit harder with the beans. You. That's what pork and beans. Can, you can scoop, scoop them, them fuckers up. You right, scoop exactly. them so much easier. All right, so we're not different. It's the same taste, same yes, flavor. Absolutely. Same plain. oil and plain salt. is the way to go. <clears throat> same oil, same salt. You scooping beans with them. Yep. You got it done. It's just, it's really just a delivery method for right. the dips and beans. Right. That's all it is. Dips and beans. Dips and beans. Dips and beans. You don't need no other flavors right there. <laughs> I love you, Jedi. Dips and beans. Dips and beans. Every Balls time. and wieners. Balls and wieners. Balls and wieners. Dips and beans. <laughs> with the ridges. <laughs> Christian says, with, with the ridges for sure. With the ridges. <laughs> John Rol- uh, Roloff says, I don't always eat cheese, but what I do, LOL. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Uh, Christian says, winning me over, Matt. Just give it, over. give it time. You'll come Good around. Good man. Good man. Come around. At least he likes something with cheese. There you go. That's true. It, it there you go. It's very specific, but I do. Matt likes cheddar cheese flavored chips. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the fact, though, is it's the chip, not the cheese. That's what confuses me. I can eat it. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> On that note, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I hope all of you guys have a great 4th of July weekend. Thank Absolutely. you for spending all night with us, hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to Matt for hopping out with us, talking 4th of July food. Thanks for having me. Talking 4th of July desserts. Yeah. And why and I'm right. Three games and why you're wrong. Dump the I'm cheese. Get rid of it. Ridiculous. I tell you guys, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Keep cheesing on. Keep cheesing mm. on. But uh, thank you guys. Great show tonight. I really do appreciate all you guys. Thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. Uh, Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. The Jonathan Darren team over at Coldwell Baker Real Estate. Uh, Coach's Corner, Fozzie Football, the Megaplex, the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill on 159th. You guys are absolutely amazing. We could not be doing this without you guys. Stay tuned. This week we got a lot of stuff going on here at 1252. Make sure you guys keep on intact and keep on following the 1252 page, and we will get to you guys as soon as we possibly can. On that note, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a great 4th of July. Have a great 4th of July. Be safe. Don't be stupid and have a lot of fun. Live here at the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 Studios in beautiful downtown Lockport. Until then, you guys take care. Adios. Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.